Hello. Good morning. Do you know who's stolen my hello catchphrase, which Who? I invented? Do you remember I came up with the hello catchphrase? Yes, I do. I remember you started the hello craze. The hello fad thing. <laughs> yes. Um, um, thingy. Oh, really? Yeah, oh my goodness, my brain's just gone blank. <laughs> hello and welcome to Rum Doing episode 124. <laughs> do you know what that is? It sounds like the John's Rubbish It podcast alarm. Sleigh bells. Really. It was that sleigh bells. Yes. Ho ho ho! Merry weeks before Christmas. Right. So if this Hannah is a- Hart, Hannah Hart, who does the excellent, highly recommended YouTube show My Drunk Kitchen, in which she gets drunk and tries to cook something. Really? Um, is that she, real she, or her, a spoof? It's for real. And her catchphrase is "Hello" at the beginning. Really? I'm really, I'm furious. I might have to see. Go away! It's my hand. The 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 um topic today is. Who yes. will put the Christ back in Christmas? <laughs> or the cross back in Xmas? Yes. I saw someone tweet yesterday that um, the X and Xmas is for extreme. Extreme mass. Which I thought was good. Mm. Oh my goodness. My, my ham, go away. Uh, little Finch the cat is showing you such reverence today. Finch. Finch. She's quite stupid. At least, unlike you, I admit when my pets are stupid. Oh, Dexter is I've read a column about how stupid Dexter is for a magazine. Oh, how's the... Is, is that still being written? Oh, is, yeah. It, people forget that Dexter actually writes a monthly column. It's, unfortunately, it's quarterly. It's only quarterly. It pays, I wish it were monthly. Yes. And how long has Dexter been writing for? Uh, he'll do done, done ten of them, so two and a half years. Wow. Yes. It's the best paid writing I do. <laughs> the best paid freelance I've ever done You've, for you, the amount of words. Why don't you Number have... of words. I can't believe I just did that. Why don't you do a reprint of them a year later, say? Oh, I have full permission to. I just haven't got around to it. I just I'd love blog. to read what Dexter has to say. Hmm. I'm very pleased with the latest one, which will be in the spring edition out in mm-hmm. three months' time. Mm-hmm. The latest edition. Uh, as I read it back, I was very unhappy with it, but the illustration is fantastic. What is it? I was writing about how sorry about talking to the mouthful. I'm very sorry. I think it's disgusting, and it shows a certain contempt for our listener. Ah. Uh, um. Do you remember how we always used to make jokes about how unlikely um, celebrities would suddenly come out and be revealed as paedophiles? <laughs> you remember that? Those are the days. <laughs> yes. Lucky that never happened in reality. Well, bear in mind we're recording this one ahead of broadcast. Goodness knows how many new ones there are. Mm. Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> That's right. Finally. Finally. <laughs> We'll be as right as David Icke. Yeah. So anyway, you were talking about this. Oh, I'm bored now. So am I. Let's talk about Christmas. Christmas. Will you show us some of the tweets that people have sent oh, us? Oh, yes, please? Christmas tweets. I bet we haven't got any themes by Christmas. No, of course not. So a hundred years ago, whenever we recorded this, I asked yep. for people to send us some Christmas thoughts and questions. Ching, 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 Trying to find... Ching, ching. <laughs> what? Hang on, was that... Did I... Was that Father Christmas? <laughs> yes. I mean, I think is, that, was... is that a bag, that giant uh, bag thing there? Is that full of Judy's toys? Yes. Entirely out of her reach. Yes. That's very cruel. We keep it away from her. Toys out of your reach. One day, when you're tall enough, you can play with them. Okay, let's go. I'm trying to find one that isn't written by your wife or, or Judge Coxcomb. Okay. Um, do ponies get married, asks Brian Burford out of context. Does he ask that? He does. Why does he ask because that? Because there's something about a present for your daughter. This it turned into an, an tedious conversation amongst Bemley people. Right. Yes, ponies do get married. Next question. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Ryan Hood asks, mm-hmm. what are some of the best or most memorable gifts you've ever received? 
The most memorable gift I've ever received is probably a little desktop color LCD Donkey Kong Jr. game. A video game? One of those little um, all-in-one... Oh, you're opening up uh, some alcohol, is it? What is it? Bacardi Breezer. Uh, All the years of rum doings, we've never had Bacardi Breezer. I've never, I've never had a Bacardi Breezer full stop. Since it's, since, it's, since it's basically just a bottle of sugar, just give me a little bit. To, it's so I can a taste. refreshing blend of alcohol, Bacardi rum. And sugar. Uh, fruit flavours and sparkling water. Sparkling. There's not a mention of sugar on there. Not because you don't have to put ingredients on alcohol. No. Nothing at all. No sugar at all. No. I like that it's a measure of alcohol and Bacardi rum. Yes, exactly. Dubious. So it's just an ethanol Racist. in there. So... Yes, um, the question was memorable gifts. It was a Donkey Kong Junior game in in the eighties, and it had just it just lit up. It wasn't even LED. It just lit up the all the possible things in the backdrop. You won't remember those, where it would basically light up the cell as a Game and Watch. Of course, I remember. But it was one one of those things on a. It was kind of mounted into this little plastic container to make it. Oh, this is revolting. It says watery. It's bizarrely doesn't taste alcoholic at all. Vile. Taste of water. Bacardi Breezer, don't bother. There is certain sugar in this water. No. So, yes, and, and the whole family got into it, including my grandmother at the time, and oh, everybody yes. was playing it, and it just became such an obsession. So, of all the gifts that have been given me, I think that one was probably the most um, enticing and memorable. The most memorable that springs to my mind, as in, I suppose, so it's the one that I remember, mm. remember first, was uh, it was a Christmas event, and this ties in neatly to something I wanted to talk about, my darling grandmama. Mm-hmm. Um, we were having Christmas in Wales, which is always... always Hang on, what? Oh, I've out the window. Oh, it was you again. Um, uh, we were in Wales for Christmas, which is always a treat. And I received this 18-wheel, giant, huge, long, chained monster truck thing. It was it was like a, a snake of a car. Oh, and yes. So it was multi, multi-joint, so it had lots of joints, so it would crawl over elaborate objects. It would have oh, very yes, of powerfully motored, and it would drive over the top of obstacle courses I was set up for it. And did it actually oh, work, or was it depressing? It did, it did work. It was just glorious. Actually, I remember a, I remember a present that's even more memorable. Oh, yes? A whole um, domino rally kit. Oh my goodness, I had a domino yeah, rally. Like all over well. the house and up with these little ladders and down again and knocking over the little balls. And the great thing about a domino rally is you didn't actually have to set up any dominoes. You just tipped the tray up and then <laughs> and they just, and you'd put those down. And then Do you think there are people up. who don't know what domino rallies is? I don't know if it's still popular. Why are you looking at your phone? I'm, have I, some manners. I, I'm getting, I'm getting more questions for us ready. Oh, you, you're having more of that even though you didn't like it. It's refreshing. Well, that's a good good answer. So, uh, can you tell me about your grandmother? <laughs> Thanks. I knew that we'd get to this session eventually. Yes. Now, we were talking just before we started recording. We were talking about pudding. 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 At Christmas. And people, it's because Nick's got this revolting 90%. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, carry on. Uh, no, not until you turn that noise off. I'm sure I can. Oh. oh. <laughs> right, yes. There's 90% chocolate of yours, which tastes... tastes it's the absence of taste. That, that means John has no palate. Um, so so much for being a super taster is lint, 90% chocolate, it which has a powdery. wonderful... It has a wonderful conch flavour with a very vanilla-based, actually. It's a very vanilla mm-hmm. It tastes like a posh Easter egg shell. It doesn't taste like a posh Easter egg, because the posh Easter egg tastes of some but of sweetness course, at all. John is the sort of person who doesn't even notice that Oasis is full of aspartame. So... 
Let's listen to his palate. <laughs> no, I'm John's palate. I'm very refined. You see? <laughs> wow. You see? That proves My palate it. is an idiot. <laughs> yes, your palate is an idiot. So anyway, so it tastes really disgusting, and Nick's pretending it's d- much more I, delicious. I, I, I thought I much these days, it to regular chocolate. Exactly. These days, regular chocolate to me just tastes far too sweet, and uh, I, I prefer it. It's, it's, it's lovely. It's not lovely. It's revolting. And one only has a little, little piece at a time. It's your... Um, Emperor's new bar of chocolate. So your grandmother. It just reminded me of my grandma, who used right. to lie about... She's dead now. Okay. Um, so she won't hear yeah. by saying that she's a, a miserable old bat and a liar. Yeah. Um, she would never have dessert after put it, after meals when she'd cook them for us. Cool. I remember being told we were going there once. My my grandmother never liked my mother. Why? Um, because she told her so uh, precious son away. Yeah. Um, and so going to Wales was always an ordeal for our family. It was the only time my parents ever argued. It was really frightening because mm. they, they 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 get on and, and love each other very much. And so when they fought, it was really mm. oh, my whole world. Um, and it was always before a trip to Wales. Yeah. And uh, so we'd we'd get there, and I was told whatever your mother your grandmother gives you, mm. tell her Mm-mm, it's delicious. Mm. Don't pretend. You know. And so I was given this summer pudding stuff. Oh, by the way, we're in the same room together. Oh, here we are, aren't we? This is lovely. I think people yeah. could probably tell. Yeah. Um, since I was handing you a drink. <laughs> that might have been by the, the magic of Skype. You were Skyping me a drink. So, yes, you were in her lovely, p- her lovely hovel in Wales. It was a great big house because there were lots of monies. Said, Come on now, down here now, John, and have your summer pudding. <laughs> what accent was that? I don't even remember my grandmother having a Welsh accent, which but was she my granddad. Have. I'm sure she must have. But mm. um, And she'd get this summer pudding, you know, summer pudding, just that dreary mix of summer fruits. Yes, it, it it takes something which should be cheery and turns yes, it into yeah, something exactly. sad. <laughs> All the best berries made depressed. And so I said, mm-mm, Grandma, this is yummy, like I've been told to say. Mm. And so she decided I loved it more than anything, and ev- I hated it. And every <laughs> time we went to stay, I was f- made the, prepared this as a special treat for me. And I had to pretend, mm, it's so <laughs> yummy, thank you. And you never actually... But she never had pudding. She never, ever ate pudding. So she would serve up pudding for everyone else, and she wouldn't have any. And she said, I just... This is why she reminds you remind me of her. I just don't like sweet things. I just don't like sweet things. And then me and my sister, we because of course staying at grandma's, at grandma and granddad's house. Such a treat. No, but it was kind of exciting because their house was huge, a big, big house, and it was fun to explore upstairs and and mm-hmm. and into the. Was it slightly haunted? No, no, it wasn't no. that big. It was. It wasn't like my my dad's brother's house had two sets of stairs at either end of the house. There is nothing more exciting. I than always that. liked staying at either either of my grandmother's houses. It always felt quite gemütlich and yet exciting at the same time. Well, the prob- there was a coziness, but it was also novel and interesting. It was a bit like a a little like a comfy little holiday. And to see now, my grandma's house was not cozy in any way. It was a it was a frightening, austere kind of. St- the term it was a very stern building yeah. a very stern house and like it was the place she would clean and hoover before the cleaner came round kind mm. of house um and everything but i remember one time my sister and i were playing on the stairs running up and down the stairs and i fell or one of us fell and broke a giant china plate and we were in so much trouble and mm. it was that kind of house so everything was breakable and frightening right. um but we snuck into her bedroom once because mm-hmm. we were exploring there, because they had set, Grandma and Granddad had separate bedrooms. Really? Why is that? I think at a certain point when you get so wrinkly, if you sleep in the same bed, you rub together, start a fire. Oh, so they had separate rooms. Yeah. Um, and we snuck it, and beside her bed, we found pa- packet after packet, empty pack wrappers of toffee.
toffee crisps. Oh, really? And then downstairs in the shoe cupboard, there's a little cab- yes. coat and shoes cupboard downstairs in the hallway. Yes. And underneath, if you look underneath all these blankets and things, cash and carry boxes of toffee crisps. I see. She yes. was a sweet pudding lie face. Oh, my grandmother, of course, is. she's decided she's very lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. She can't have any lactose, nothing dairy at all. Mm-hmm. And then you look at her secret stash yes. of kids, cats and dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just, it, but she would make such a show of not having pudding. And then yeah. my sister would go... Because we knew that there was this, this Toffee Crisp obsession that she did, had. Did you tell you And Galaxy Whispers as well. Lots of whispers. Well, those are disgusting. Do you not like whispers? I like no. whispers. No. I have had one for a long time. Did you tell your dad? I can't remember if we told them at the time. I think we probably found it too exciting and conspiratorial. Kept it as a secret to ourselves. It is a special little secret, it isn't is. it? She did have, however, she also owned a cottage in the new... It makes me sound super rich. Unfortunately, um, my family didn't... My parents really didn't have any money until they finally died. Right. And then... Actually, might say that my, my, my granddad, on my dad's side, it was a wonderful man. Really fantastic mm. guy. It's just his mother wasn't quite so hot. Mm. And, of course, she outlived him. Um, but, yeah, so when we were kids, we really didn't have any money. Uh, but we would go to... They had a cottage in the New Forest, mm-hmm. which they would just rent out throughout the year. And then we would go there for a week in the summer where my dad would spend the entire week doing the gardening, to his right. disgust, because my grandmother wouldn't do it or mm-hmm. pay someone to do it. So my dad would go and do it. Neither his brother or sister, not his brother nor sister did not. And um, and it, it was, we would say that. And it was that was a properly magical place because it was a little tiny cottage. And it was almost a bungalow, but it had a converted roof, which had the room that my sister and I would stay in. Right. Which had a little cabinet set into the wall. A oh, yeah. tiny cabinet. That was the secret cupboard. Really? We put secret things in there and no one else knew. What did you put in there? Just like People. treats, magic shells we found on the beach. The magic shells. Motherford Beach. Motherford. Motherford. Motherford Beach. Which is a good beach because sometimes it would become swarmed with jellyfish. Oh. And that was exciting. And there was a shop by the beach that sold the new Famous Five books. The ones written by new people, not in the Blighton. Oh, and there wild. was Famous Five versus the Black Mask, which versus I think I've read. Black person. I read, no, it was um, he wore a mask. Oh, it was a new one, so it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. And and I read that it was on. A, they went on a luxury cruise uh-huh. with the did the Famous Five along with Aunt Fanny and Uncle Quentin. But yeah. on board the, the reason they're on the cruise, of course, was because Uncle Quentin was meeting with lots of other top scientists yeah. for their secret projects, and there was a. The black mask was a thief, and he would steal valuable jewellery and leave a calling card. Oh, in the cabins. And in the, yes, indeed. And the Famous Five teamed up with this young man who they absolutely adored, a wonderful man. I think his mm-hmm. name was Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain. You'll never guess who the black mask was. Oh. I don't want to spoil don't it. Spoil it. I'm not people, spoil might, it. people might read this. Um, it was. I loved that book so much, and I read first read it on Modiford Beach. I don't know why I'm reminiscing about Holidays in the Deep Forest now, but they just really... Oh, fantastic memories. I like big, chunky yes. memories. Well, of my, I, I have memories of my holidays in in South Africa, and particularly one um, in Umschlange, which or Umschlange, as you probably pronounce, which is mm. near Durban. I would. And there was this this particular hotel that we would go to, and it's just it's so archetypal in my memory of of things that I would I could still dream about it and yeah. and also it, what was great about it is when you, op- you you would leave the door to the balcony of this place open and it was right on the Indian Ocean and you hear the massive waves oh, crashing cool. as you went to sleep and I've never been able to replicate that properly in any other hotel even if it's quite close to the sea it's always a bit disappointing like there's a road <laughs> there's a road between you and the sea right. or it's the Mediterranean which is a lake or mm-hmm. you know you know it's that kind of thing whereas this you would really have that full ocean sound 
gushing towards wow. you. And I'm sure it's, it's probably not a particularly nice place now, mm-hmm. um, or even in, you know, in my memory's probably um, whitewashed it. But it, <laughs> it's, yes, it. but, but it's still, um, it's somewhere to which I would probably return once just to see, because mm-hmm. I, I imagine the Indian Ocean probably hasn't changed that much in its, <laughs> or, in its, in its audio capacity. When was the last time you went back to SA? We went back several years ago, uh, just the, and that was the first time I'd been back to mm. Cape Town, actually. Oh, yeah. Went with some friends in Victoria, and we stayed at um, my flamboyant, what does he call himself, my, my godfather's house. He was friends of the family and friends of my parents. Why do you have a godfather? You're Jewish. No, but he decided he, oh, he, he was. Oh, he was disappointed godfather. And he was as gay as a window, very flamboyant, uh-huh. sort of Italian, uh, but he also considered himself, even though he wasn't at all, but he considered himself a Jew hag as well. Um, <laughs> and... And, and we had a lovely time, and he had a, 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 an apartment um, looking down onto the sea at uh, um, Cape Town. And he was very into you know, interior design. He helped to design some Virgin Atlantic lounges and things like mm-hmm. that. And um, we stayed there, and then we went on the garden route, and it was all lovely. And then the, the whole of Table Mountain basically caught fire while we were there. Oh, it was wow. extraordinary to, to watch. You know, the whole place was in, enthralled in Did smoke. Did you leave the cigarettes burning? Well, no, it was a Brit who had done that. Oh, no. Yes, it was you. And Me? So... So, well, you lost. And, oh, is he one of us? And, and then we left, and, and he, he told us, because he also had a house in Johannesburg, and he basically would commute between the two of them occasionally after, after his season in Cape Town, he'd go to Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. And he told us about the, the Durham. He had this weird little Jeep thing, which looked, frankly looked quite unstable to me. It was quite mm-hmm. high. And he said how they would drive to Johannesburg. So that's quite a long drive. He says, yeah, it is quite a long drive. And also, you go, you go very early in the morning and the sun kind of rises and it's constantly um, in your face when you're driving on the road. And, you know, there's accidents and all this sort of thing he was telling us about them. And then we went, when we went back home, and then two days later we got a notice that he died driving back to Johannesburg. <gasps> oh, no. And his, his Jeep had overturned and he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Oh, no. So, yes, that was the last time I went back, and now I've got nowhere to go in Cape Town now, because poor old Claudio is no longer with us, sadly. Perfect name. Yes, exactly. I was about to say clunk, click every trip, but that was Jimmy Savile. That was Jimmy Savile. <laughs> so we can't say that and, anymore. And Jimmy's now killed another one. Yeah, yes. exactly. Terrible. Well, no, if he'd only followed Jimmy's advice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yes, holidays come with an, with an interesting twist sometimes. <laughs> Almost like Enid, well, Enid Blyton wouldn't have written that, I don't think. And then he died in and his Jeep. And died in a fire. Yes. Another question, please. Oh, OK. I've forgotten all about questions. Question time. Do mm. the question time theme. And now I'll do a question from a question time audience. <laughs> no, because Harry Enfield's already. Oh, and, and can't Paul, be beaten. I've already done that perfectly well. People, do you know that program is is as, as, as hit and miss as you would imagine. Yes, any sketch. But there are some hits, which is surprising. But there are some hits. And did you see the third episode where they I haven't s- watched anybody yet? I'm saving it oh. for, for best. Let's tell people what this is about because there is Harry a ver- and Paul. There is a very good sketch about it, which, well, which neither parodies. Did, this is the third no. series of it, and neither of us have no. even heard. I didn't even know Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse were speaking. Yes, they were. I knew that they had teamed up a little bit on. Um, down the line for Radio Yes, Paul. but I thought that was just a kind of oh, a for all time's yes, sake kind but, of thing. Yeah. But it seems they've been back together and it's an interest it's an interesting show because it's as it, it, it you can see how they're fighting not to just go back to the the old days of yeah. Harry Enfield's 
television program yeah. it was called, wasn't it? Yeah. When it was just you know him and Kathy Burke prattling around, pretending mm. to be babies, and mm. with sketches with no real purpose or, mm. or or commentary. And then you have the the kind of misanthropy of the far show. Yes, um, and it's kind of finding a, a nice happy space between the two. Yes, except for some. There's that peculiarly racist traffic warden. I've not sketch. seen it. Oh, well, it's it's not. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll be less sensitive it's, than you. It's not. I, that's the thing is, I'm desperately thinking. I can't put my finger on why this feels racist, but it's, it's an anti-traffic warden sketch, which is, pisses me off in the first place because mm. traffic wardens are great, and mm. I wish there were more of them because I hate everyone else. Yes. Um, but this is about it's 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 a spoof of Post and Pat. It's all live action. Well, traffic wardens, as uh, a cliche, and in London, maybe not in Bath, they often tend to be Nigerian or Ghanaian. Well, that's the thing, and so that's what they're. That's and they're kind of very quite bossy, and that's the. So that's cliche. what they're going for, and it's it's. Do um, they blackface? They do. They they do a sketch where they do blackface, though, for a Dragon's Den sketch, which was quite the thing. <laughs> um, but no, they have a, a black actor playing this. Uh, traffic well, fair warden, enough, and, and it's just, but it's it's the seething hatred of the traffic warden. It is unpleasant enough in the first place. Well, you don't know because sometimes if it is fast showy, then it, it may be repeated and then maybe they'll twist maybe, it right to the end. Maybe. Like somebody the, will kill him or something. In the third episode, at the very beginning of the episode, they have some people talking. They have a sketch where they're discussing how, how great it would be if we celebrated everything the way that Arabs do. And they use the word Arabs because it's the two nasty old men uh, yes. um, with giant noses. Um, and then... Throughout the rest of that episode, all the regular, the recurring characters at the end of their sketches suddenly pull out um, AK 47s and fire into the air in celebration. And it's absolutely, it's a joke that hits every single time. It's, oh, that is good. So that's interesting. But anyway, and the question, well, tell oh. our American what a question time is, because it's actually difficult to, to, it's difficult to say what makes it so hateable, because actually, in theory, it should be yes, very good. there is no equivalent in America. There's exactly. no such access. I, I imagine getting your top politicians and various other people to sit mm. around a table. Every Thursday, you have evening, what you, they tend to it's have. live. Is it three or is it four or five guests? It's about four or five guests. So you have two or three poli- like leading politicians mm. um, representing various different, and parties. then a businessman of some sort, or a journalist, yeah. and then a wacky comedian yeah. to ruin everything. Yeah, um, and then the audience will ask them questions based on what the burning issues of the day were. So, yes, and yeah. in fairness, the questions and they say, always say they, they don't know what the questions are going to be, but, but we do because it's just obvious. Yeah. It's the obvious five yeah. things that are topical at the moment. asked in a very obvious way. Yeah, yes, and so they'll but they'll always try and word it in some. Silly Ponzi word. Will you link to the sketch for people? Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. And so the Question Time audience, they will um, just ask questions that prompt the panel to argue amongst themselves about various things. But the problem is the the questioners in the audience... The, the problem with Question Time is, is the audience. It is the audience, audience, yes. It's the partisanship. So apparently they work very hard to have a balanced audience. So they only yeah. allow a certain number of Tories, Tory supporters, Labour supporters, Labour mm. supporters. And, and if they're having a very controversial issue and they'll try to get a representative audience and and all sorts of stuff like that. But you have this vile, cl- out, trying to out-clap the other side. So one of the, the, some UKIP politician on the stage will say, well, I think we should burn all the blacks in a giant bonfire. Yeah. People are like, yeah! yeah. Hurting their hands, clapping. Yes. Um, and then someone else says, well, I think that's ridiculous, and you should all be sent back to Russia. And then the other half goes, yeah! And all that, they all try and hurt their hands, clapping. And it's, 
it's just and then the chair but also any moment any moment it could turn into a hanging and then also but also the chairman is always oh, sort of supercilious and bad but yeah he's one of the Dimbleby brothers I can't remember which it's and the Dimbleby David because Jonathan does the radio yeah, for David they're, 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 a, they're a family of political chairmen and reporters who've yes. been here since 1812 <laughs> and well, there's, there's David and Jonathan and it's very odd that one presents one and the, the TV presents one presents the, the radio, radio version of the same thing. Although, have you know because the, the the radio version we have talked about before because it's infinitely worse because mm. it's it, the the, comp, the the main radio program itself is exactly the same. Just yeah, and it's called any questions, any questions, question time, and then you have any answers afterward in which the general which, public, which is on Saturday, so there are any yes, questions is on Friday, Saturday and two, on Saturday. five past two, yes, and the members of the public oh. phone up and oh, the members the of the public if you could listen to it for more than 10 minutes I literally scream at yeah, the top I can't of my listen voice to it. no I can't listen to it I have to, to turn it off have you noticed that even Jonathan Dimbleby is refusing to do it now they're getting someone else yeah, to do it he honestly can't bear it I think you could just hear the disdain yes. in his voice his, his cardiac surgeon probably said he couldn't do it anymore because he's not a stupid man either of them is stupid no they're but... just both very old and they're not capable of man, 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 <laughs> kind of um, chairing anymore they don't have the push no. But also, do you know what any answers used to be 20 years ago? No. Um, people would write letters from last week's programme. Oh, and they'd read out the letters off, off the pieces of paper. <laughs> Brilliant. Remember but paper But now it's letters. just nasty, stupid just phone in. phoning up to say vile. their vile received opinion. Yes, in a very short uh, uh, Why can't I wondered why the panel didn't comment on how many foreigners there are in the country because if they foreigners all left then we wouldn't have the problem with this recession would we did you see and they say yes that that's that's an opinion but (laughs) wouldn't you say perhaps some would argue that there have been other causes for the recession as well perhaps the banking oh well you know the banks are only doing that because the foreigners are making them okay thanks very much next call and it's it's mary in 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 uh, wolfman style um, I, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to know when the government is actually going to start doing something about it. Uh, about what, Mary? About about the problems. Um, Where, uh, yeah. Well, my my mother, she's 97. She's in a nursing she home. She was born 97 years ago, and... She in she she. I, I suppose what you're saying is. I suppose what you're saying is. I suppose what you're saying is that there, there are issues woman. with elderly care in, elderly in in, in um, right. Um, I have to push you a bit. She's very old now, and yeah. and I'm finding that more and more. Is that about when you start screaming? Is rising, and it's the just what I'm screaming is. Mute her, Michael. Mute her. There's a fader on your desk. Pull the fader down. Yeah. They just let them go and go and go. And they say, well, 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 thank you. And then they go to the next. <laughs> uh, it, it, Very sorry. We do have a lot of other callers to get to, and you haven't said anything for ten minutes. So yeah. So so Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse are two British comedians. Um, uh, who were very popular in the late 80s, early mm. 90s, then sort of fade and seem to have popped back in their dotage. Mm. And they produced a sketch which encapsulates it's very well the nuances. Every fine detail, including the last jokey question. <laughs> jokey question. And then the way that the, uh, the panellists panic and have no way to be jokey in response. So they have all of the pan- all of the two of them playing every character in the sketch, yes. which is nice. And they're going... <laughs> <laughs> well, I like them, but if I did the, then I'd. And they all do that in all. And Lady Lady Baron Token, who is wearing the <laughs> <Yes>. shawl. <laughs> 
It's absolutely pitch perfect. It is. spoof of the whole concept. But that ha-ha-ha bit is the better. Yeah. I can just watch the ha-ha-ha <laughs> bit. Uh, anyway, you'll see what we mean by watching it. Next question, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as convincing when it's coming at your phone, I have to say. Oh. <laughs> Make Sorry. it stop. Right. How long have we been going for? It feels like we've been going for ages. Nearly 12 minutes. Don't be silly. Yep. Want what to get for annual work Secret Santa? I've known them a month and uh-huh. spoken to them three times. Is a hummingbird cake okay? Who's asking this? Chris at Definitive. Is it a lady? Definitive or a man? I assume it's a man. It's a picture of an egg, which normally means newbie. Yeah, I would suggest that he or she purchase something that's slightly too generous. Oh yes, yes. Maybe. A diamond ring? No. <laughs> I would suggest yes. a supercritical lump of plutonium. Oh, that's nice. What about a glue gun? Yes, a glue gun. A glue gun, that's it. That's the answer. A glue gun with the first rod of glue. Oh, no, a pack of three extras to okay. go with it. Okay, yeah, actually... It would be like buying someone a, a remote control car with no batteries. Actually, get a glue gun. Uh-huh. Yeah, do it. This is not... <laughs> Get a glue gun. Yeah, Chris, get a glue gun. I imagine you'll find them easily at any of these um, hardware stores, hardware B&Qs, stores or frankly, Amazon.co.uk, I imagine, since... Get your head out of that bag. Uh, the, the, the castle. But Amazon.co.uk, you get it cheaper because they don't have to pay tax. That's true. <laughs> yes. It saves an awful part of savings onto you. Yes. Okay. So, yes. probably Fridaying me rather than asking questions. A glue gun. So there we are. Um... Oh, that's it. That's the one that wants to meet. Let's have a look at uh, Rum Doings Twitter. Well, I can do that because I'm more competent no, than, the, 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 right than you are. Are you ready? Right. What, sinister Agent says, Why do people ignore the wishes of those who do not want presents, fuss, etc.? And is it acceptable to kill them with spears? Well, no, because that would be... It's illegal, isn't it? Well, not only illegal, quite immoral, because it's not really self-defence, because they're not harming you in any particular way that, that could cause <laughs> yes. you to... To, the to question is, wow, done. wow, I'm getting free stuff. Yeah, you see, he wants us to be, oh, it's true, isn't it terrible how people don't give, you know, don't take respect. No, actually, present giving and gift accepting is an ancient part of social culture. Mm-hmm. It's as old as any tribe. And if you don't play the game properly... You're a tosser. <laughs> well, I should say that Sinister Agent is a, is a regular... No, I like Sinister Agent. Nice, nice chap. Except he's wrong in this case. If it's a he, I've no idea. I think it's a he. He's wrong in this case. Um, yeah, so he certainly is wrong. And I think that if you get a present you don't want, well, look what you've got. Something to give someone else. Yeah, give it to someone else. The or present. a charity shop. Or, yeah. or sell it on eBay or whatever you want to do, but Absolutely. do it. Um, so, no, it's not a particularly... And what, what do we mean, need to begrudge what do you mean, getting free stuff. And what do you mean fuss? What is that? Fuss? What? Fuss? Christmas? Fuss? I don't know. See, I'm, I... Enjoy the fact... That you're alive and you have people with yeah. which to be alive. I'm sorry, I will not put up with this nonsense. It's... Oh my God, I've got to be slightly convivial for a day. <laughs> so you know what, but I, the thing is... I I'm know just... you're like that as well, but well, exactly. you're, you're a big yorkish. I'm sympathetic to the notion that I would prefer no presents than presents, but I'm not going to say, oh, how... Because a, a present that you don't care about is a lot more effort to receive than to not have a present at all. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not going to object to receiving presents. It's very no. kind that someone else thought to yeah. spend some money on me. Exactly. Um, and, but what's not acceptable, we can all agree, is handing out a thing saying, oh, I've spotted a goat in Kenya for Oh, Victoria quite likes it, but I disagree with that it's, completely. No. That's not a present. Some, that's, 
She gave her you dad. You sponsored a goat for you. You didn't do it. For she me. gave her dad some condoms in Africa on a sticker. <laughs> I don't know. That's not real enough. Have they used condoms? Well, I assume they will be by now. It was some years ago. There you go. Yeah, that's not a present for the other person. That was you. You gave some money to charity. The other person received nothing. They received. The no, they received the card. Their name is meaningless. Yes. Maybe the Africans will be very happy they're not getting AIDS in Dr. Peter Hiley's name. That's what I'm delighted. It's great to sponsor goats and hand out condoms, but, <laughs> but don't pretend you're doing it for someone else. It's not else. a present. It's not a present. It's yes, it's a present I got you. <laughs> uh, it's an absence <laughs> of a present for you. Talk about the nurse who took the hoax call about Kate Middleton and has committed suicide or what? your childhood stockings. You didn't know about that on the no, news. No, I didn't. I was being found dead. Is what it actually. She, yeah, but they—it's code. I mean, the other newspapers have been true. They, she, she committed suicide. I think she was, was murdered the, by palace officials. The lizards. The lizards <laughs> yes, got the lizards. her. Look, the she, hand's gone. Cat. She knew too Give much. Up. She knew too much. All gone. She knew too much. Right. So. No one to tell me about this. So. Yeah. This is a some Australian radio no. station called up and pretended to be the queen. Yeah, uh, pretended to be somebody or other. Managed to get through, and then they gave. They said, "Yeah, she slept through the night. She's all right." While they and just gave her a, the status. Horrendous stuff. And then the nurse who was there, who had initially taken the call or something, has killed herself. That's horrendous. It is horrendous. I mean, it's no one's fault. I mean, it's her. No, but, uh, no, but now, but now everybody is saying we need to kill all Australians. Basically, response. But no, that's not right. It's just this woman was obviously very, very damaged and hadn't quite. This yes. was the final trigger. But not, I'm not. I'm not certain that I'm not sure it's reasonable to respond to this by saying let's kill Australians. But shall we anyway? Yeah, it seems like it's a not. It's not exactly. I mean, look what they did to the Aboriginals. Let's give them a taste of their own medicine. Yeah. How many? How many Australian listeners do we have? We have those two have sex. We have those two have sex while they listen to us. That's true. But we haven't heard from oh, them I recently. Didn't. No. I hope they didn't have an accident. Dear me. <laughs> yes. Um. So, but so she must have been an extremely unstable woman to. Yeah, well, the need to kill also, that, and that worries me that she was a nurse. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's concerning. It was a private clinic, though, and private clinics don't really have much oversight. But it seems she didn't do anything wrong. She was she made a mis- she made she was tricked. She was. And tricked. I hate tricks. I think yeah. tricks and practical jokes. And you will you may kill yourself if the trick was too bad. Oh, you caught me, and um, were too bad. No. And you caught me. I'm going to kill myself now. Well, we did talk about that. It's the person's mm. request. Well, Theoban says. Why is it seemingly fashionable to hate Christmas pud now? That's Ikebox. Actually. Well, it's his real name is Theoban. Maybe he doesn't want us to use his real name. Well, maybe you shouldn't put it on Twitter then. Why is it seemingly fashionable to hate Christmas pud now? No, I'm not reading out the next part. It's Crimbo Pud. I think that... Who hates Christmas pudding? But for my sister. Who no, I've, I've had lots of people who, oh, don't like it. It's not very nice. Oh. It's not the best pudding. No. Agreed. It's sticky toffee pudding. pudding is better than Christmas pudding. Do you know, I don't because I, I don't like sponge. I find sticky toffee pudding massively disappointing. It's the best pudding, and I, and you know, I remember I try very hard not to eat stuff mm-hmm. that will kill me. Uh, but <laughs> like anthrax and yeah, and sugar. But uh, sticky toffee pudding is brilliant. I'm just never not a big fan. I mean, it, I imagine it, you know the toffee mm-hmm. stuff's nice, but the sponge is such a such a clod of nothingness. Mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow you'll have to stay a bit later. And <laughs> I'm not. Take you for one. lunch to get some sticky toffee pudding. I don't want any sticky toffee pudding. I and I don't need it either. No, it's true. I love your, your eye glancing. Your, your eyes glance at my belly in the way that a man's eyes tend to flick down to a lady's boobies. Yeah, well. <laughs> very big. I would... I would. Do you want to give it a squeeze? Judy already squeezed your boobies today. She, she pointed at my boobies. She didn't squeeze oh, them. Oh, she didn't squeeze them. She didn't try and latch on. She didn't. She is what four now. Oh, she's three. Three. She's turned three. three didn't she? I would suggest that 
there are some people who don't like Christmas pudding. That's fine. My sister doesn't Victoria like Victoria doesn't like everything. Victoria doesn't like Christmas pudding because it usually oh. has usually has nuts in it. That's what I was going to say. A Christmas pudding without nuts is far superior to one with nuts. It is, yes. isn't it? And nuts spoil nuts everything, as we've said before. Everything. If you want to eat nuts, eat a nut out of a bag or off a tree. Don't yes. put it inside chocolates or puddings, yes. please. Stop it now. Absolutely. We've said this before, but mm-hmm. nobody listened. Nobody listens. Still happens. Um, so is it, I didn't know that it was fashionable, though. Is it the height yeah. of uh, uh, it sort of Christmas is. fashion? People on the catwalks going, Christmas pudding. <laughs> it's a bit much like that, yes. yes. That makes sense. Arthur Bauernhaus says, may I? Yes, can I? Well, yeah, you best. can. Do you know, one of my favourite things about Only Connect, which is the best show on TV. Is Victoria Corrin. Is, well... I'm not allowed to say that because Laura gets really cross when I watch it and connect. <laughs> Especially when I tweet about how I'm in love with her. Oh, I'm, connect- like I'm connecting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but when a contestant says, can I have twisted flax? And Victoria Corrin replies, yes, you may. <laughs> <laughs> she corrects them. Well, well, and this is actually, this could change the whole sense of the question because he asks, can I murder my co-worker for playing Christmas music on the radio in the office? Now, yes. Yes. I imagine you can. <laughs> yes. I imagine you're strong enough mm-hmm. and you have the wherewithal to well, we do it. need to be strong to do it with a garden or a knife. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the answer is, unless you are paraplegic mm-hmm. and you are too poor or to phone a, crip, uh, a, a, a hitman. <laughs> you can't, I need a trick you saying phone a cripple. But I didn't. I was going to say, if you're cripplingly shy, is what I was about to say. <laughs> I said paraplegic, I thought you were calling them cripples. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because you're so politically correct. <laughs> well, I just call, I call them, I call them crips. Spazzes. Crips is my okay. name before. Well, for the disabled listeners, now, I'm going to call you Crips. Now, now. now let's change the question. I'm friendly with you. I'm a bit like that person who was just saying the N-word because, you know, it's a yeah. friendly term. It's friendly. It's Can friendly. I murder my co-worker for playing Christmas? May I? Well, may I? Let's, let's rephrase it. No, you, you may well, not murder a co-worker for playing Christmas music because that, it would be... Again, highly immoral. It would be immoral. And, and quite illegal, and it would be counterproductive and massively overproportional. I was going to say, I would also argue it's a, perhaps a little bit of an overreaction. It is. However, What's wrong say- with all that? Are they, are, do we only attract psychopaths who want to <laughs> kill people doing the most benign of slightly irritating at worst things? Well, you see, the reason, you know, look at that, his, what's his little picture of? Jesus. It's not Jesus. It's uh, <laughs> sorry, Halo, and you think Jesus. It's the pyro from T- Team Fortress 2, a gamer. So it's the violence. They are. He's a violent, violent man. Arthur Bonhouse is another very splendid RPS reader. Yeah, well, I can say, okay, but what's he actually saying? You know what? Be, yeah, the, I don't I'm, believe I'm it, but I, I, I don't mind Christmas music <sighs> so much. But it has to be. No, it's not that. It's not. No, that's not the one I was doing. John, do you want me to? Uh, it's not the one I was doing. Sleigh bells. It's called sleigh bells. I wasn't doing that. I, I don't mind Christmas music, but it has to be properly orchestrated and sung by somebody like Bing Crosby oh, you or hate all Christmas music. Or um, who, who was the one who had people killed and was a thug? Oh, blue, blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't mind that. Um, it feels right for a cold time of year. I don't mind. Yes, but I do mind listening to Wham and. Uh, I think I think uh, Last Christmas is a very good song. It's a weedy, miserable. It is miserable, but that's what I like about it. Um, no, I'm not a fan of Christmas. I think it's very. But what I'm more offended by here is listening to commercial radio in the office. Yeah, oh no, commercial radio in the office is not allowed. 
Laura has to, in the, in the lab, has to fight against the... Is that part of the Azathan experiment that's being run? <laughs> that's right. They're torturing some playing, animals with magic. By playing heart FM. and them in this, uh, in this laboratory. How long, will, <laughs> what, how, how long will the mouse take before it kills itself? And to prove that I'm an excellent influence on people, unlike what everyone thought, uh, Laura Ellison switches it to Radio 4. Not even Radio Poo. Oh, good. She switches to Radio 4 now. I haven't quite got her to Radio 3 yet. What's the best film that's not Die Hard? Oh, I tweeted the um, the presenter of Late Junk of uh, Late yeah, Late Junk. Yes, that's what it's called. Radio Three's Late Junk. Yes, because uh, she played a, a song by a band that was absolutely exceptional, and I listened to their other stuff, and they're an oh, amazing. Yes. They're a Japanese band who play. Like all Japanese yeah, bands, so they play found in, they play instruments and found instruments and children's toys. Oh, toys! That and so they homemade instruments and toys, and it's just a big collective of people who, when you look at them, look like it's just a bunch of people who bumped into each other in the street one day and formed the band, which I pretty much is. Yeah, and um, they are absolutely incredible covers. And she played uh, one of their tracks, and it was amazing. And I tweeted her to say thank you, and she replied back seven days later to say to to, to acknowledge my thanks. Is that the one you said wasn't pretty enough? <laughs> did not say any such thing. I said she doesn't, she is not the late Junction presenter from about 10 years ago. Oh, yes. Whose voice you and I found to be almost too much to cope with. It was too much for and that. She's not, at that she's time not, of night. Uh, is what I said. Yes, it wasn't relaxing at that time. <laughs> it was not. was not. No. <laughs> Best Christmas film that's not Die Hard? Well, that's a good question because otherwise I instantly, of course, would have said Die Hard. A Christmas? Well, does it have to be about Christmas? Yes. Okay, okay, sort of, but it has Christmas in it. Mm-hmm. The Hudsucker Proxy. Which of course is over Christmas and New Year, and then it ends. I've seen it. You've Should not I seen see it? it. Should I watch it? You add it to the yeah, list. You watch it tonight. <laughs> I don't think I have time tonight. You do. Um, planes, trains, and automobiles. I haven't watched it. <gasps> John Candy and Steve Martin. I don't. I've never liked John Candy. He was hideously fat. <laughs> That's okay. And then he died of it. He did, which is sad. Um, no, I don't a... like John Candy. He made me sad because of that. Because it was, oh, look at this jolly man. And I always thought he's going to die soon. And then he didn't. So he's, I, I don't find him jolly. I find him a sad character. It's not Steve Martin, is it? Who's in Plain Strings and Automobiles? Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi? No. <laughs> that would have been an amazing version. Yes. Oh, I don't have the IMDb app on this thing yet. App. Um, I can... Uh, you, you, you no, it's re- okay. I'll just use the internet version. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Don't do it on there, because it'll be clacky. No, it won't. Oh, it's not, because it's, it's an Apple. It just works. IMDB.com. UK.IMDB.com. I've beaten you to it. It's Steve Martin and John Candy. I was absolutely right. So there's a scene in, in Planes, Trains and Automobiles in which they are in a hotel room and they drink the minibar and get very drunk. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those scenes where they actually got drunk. It's a guaranteed oh, performance. And apparently the full, the full outtakes is about two hours long. Oh, really? Um, and it's sort of like a three-minute scene in the movie. But it is spectacularly funny because it's the two of them actually drunk and mucking around. And it's just wonderful. And it's got the most mawkish imaginable ending that makes you blub your eyes out. Aww. Which is nice. Aww. What did I see that was mawkish and I really liked? Go On, the new Matthew Perry sitcom. I've not heard of it. It's, it's, uh, it's hated in America. It's called Go English. On. Yes. Oh, this is another one of your terrible sitcom advice segments, which, <laughs> my, brother, which my brother will get angry yeah, about because it will reveal that you have terrible taste. Do you know, I, he, conv- he, what, he convinced me I was wrong about Big Bang Theory and I haven't been up to So oh. he, 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 he pulled the wool from my eyes and I now, no, good. I now hate it, I, <laughs> which is really bizarre. No, no. I enjoyed it for its... I, what I enjoyed about Big Bang Theory, as I said at the time, was its uh, it, the traditional three-camera old-fashioned sitcom. I love the audience going, ah, and joining in. Right. I'm very affectionate for that. Yes. Um, 
And it is almost and, brave these days to do a yeah, three count. And there are some film. moments in it which are still the Leonard Nimoy gift giving moment in a uh, Christmas episode is still one of the most beautiful pieces of physical acting I've seen. Incredibly, obviously funny. not as good as falling through a no, hatch well, in a bar. What could be? Yeah. Um, but the, but yes, unfortunately, it was like one of those shattering moments of I just can't see past the hate in it now. Yeah, oh, so that's well. gone. From so maybe, maybe he took a, a little gift away from you. Well, who cares? Because there's so much else on there. Well, but there is a lot else. Go on is is a, is a newfangled sitcom, no audience, one camera, and it kind of shot, you know nicely shot. And it's about Matthew Perry, Chandler from Friends. His he's a, a radio sports radio presenter and his wife has recently died and he's being forced to go into therapy to get over this hence go on and it's it's mawkish and absolutely lovely Aww. there you go that's why you like it I can't help but like, and then Laura likes it too. So that shall, shall we say goodbye to people now is because it, we're on for forty-five minutes, and then the next week will be the actual Christmas special, won't it? it will be. Well, hang on, movies. Better than, did you have a Christmas movie? Oh, you said your Hudsucker Proxy. I think so. Hudsucker Proxy. I'm trying to think of any other specific Home Alone. No, no. Oh, the Christmas Story. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. That's the kind of um, proto Home Alone. Let's be honest, though. Whatever movie there is, nothing's going to be as funny. As a Morecambe and Wise Christmas special. Oh, look, the newsreader. <laughs> Can you imagine if a newsreader danced? Angela Rippon. Whatever happened to her? Right, people, have a good evening. There are some questions we didn't answer. I feel bad. Let's do well, no, we'll do those next week oh, okay. for the Christmas edition. Fair enough. They'll get their answers when they need them. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.